0: Episode of the Real and Radiant Podcast. My name is Jaira, your host, and today we are bringing it back to one of my first, earliest loves: what the radiant look was all about, and a big chunk of what the Real and Radiant Podcast is also about, and that's fashion and style and beauty. And I recently did a talk for Haggai International for their Forerunners Ministry, and I was asked to chat about fashion, style, how to get uh, chic fast, how to look your best if you're in a rush or without having to break bank. And I just had a lot of fun recording this, Um, it really brought me back to my roots and just things that you know, something I've enjoyed ever since I was a little girl. So I hope you take a lot away from this episode. It is pretty meaty, if I must say. It is about 27 minutes long. And um, uh, uh, speaking of the specific recording as well, I am using a different mic than what I usually use, which is this one right now. So if I sound a little different, that's why. So I hope y'all take away something or some some things and let's just get into the episode excited to be virtually here with all of you today for our Y East talk on how to dress up pure and lovely. Now this is a topic, a subject that is so very near and dear to my heart. My first love and passion, besides Jesus, is fashion and style and also encouraging and sharing what I've learned throughout the years and helping other women on their wardrobe and style and just sharing that knowledge with other women too. So I'm so excited for today and thank you also for the opportunity for me to uh, share with all of you as well. Now, one of the first things I want to get into is clothing is communication. Now... Not, I don't even want to just merely stop at clothing, but our whole look and the way we present ourselves and appearance is communication, whether we like it or not. So, for example, if we are constantly just wearing baggy clothes and, you know, our baggy top and a baggy... Bottoms and we're not brushing our hair and we're just kind of stuffing it into a bun or in a ponytail that can Communicate to others that we might be disorganized. We might not really care for ourselves much. We we Don't have uh, the joy or aren't ready to accept what life has to offer us that day Whatever it may be that could very well communicate that but on the other hand if we do dress up it doesn't have to be full out but if we do dress up and comb our hair, brush our teeth, wash our face, right? Our clothes are ironed, they're they're not all wrinkly, then that can communicate that we are, you know, we, we care for ourselves, we want to look presentable, that we are on schedule, that we are ready for whatever the day might bring and whatever the day has to offer and that we're organized. So again, whether we like it or not, our look, our appearance can communicate. Something. So along with that, I also want us to ask ourselves What is our style? For me personally, obviously as you can tell I love pink I love anything that kind of makes a statement even my nails as you can see are sparkly and have a rhinestone on each nail But at the same time, I also really like dressing down I love wearing a good pair of jeans and tucking it in with a nice um, even plain white a t-shirt and then accessorizing with necklaces and maybe earrings that are gold, you know, gold accessories, and then just throw on a pair of sneakers and run out the door. So what is your style? We all have our own personal styles and I think that's what makes us all unique as well. If you don't know quite yet what your personal style is, I love going to Pinterest, the app to browse through outfits, so what I encourage you to do is to also do the same, just to browse through Pinterest and then either save or screenshot the things that you know the outfits that you really like or that attract you what that um, You can see yourself wearing and then once you collect all of those screenshots or save photos See what is similar between all of them? Is it a good pair of jeans? Is it um, a nice jumpsuit? Is it florals? and then you can kind of uh, Navigate and see your, what your personal style is from there as your starting point. Now, when it comes to shopping for pieces, for your wardrobe, for these outfits, there are a number of places to uh, shop while you're on a budget. For example, stores that are opening up now like Forever 21, H&M, Zara, Topshop, Uniqlo. These are all fast fashion stores that we can usually find in the mall. And yes, some people aren't quite the fan of them just because of um, the just how much fast fashion has affected our environment but you know when people are also looking for something trendy or Uh, you know fashionable and they need it quick they're at the mall and they can just go to the store and buy something really quick you know you can opt for that too so it's your prerogative if you like something like that or not but I've also found at these stores is they're now having higher premium quality lines so they're starting to come out with pieces that um, are more safer for the environment they're using recyclable materials to create their fabrics and they are being more mindful of the pieces that they are putting out, you know, and 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 uh, still very affordable for the consumer. And then there are small boutiques, small businesses boutiques. I especially like these because, I, well, first of all, you're supporting a small business, you're supporting a small business owner. Although these pieces can be quite on the more pricier side, usually you're getting higher quality um, pieces from these stores. So not only are you supporting a small business owner, but you're also getting higher quality materials and clothing. And if you are on a budget, if you really think about it, shopping for higher quality pieces will allow you to save in the long run because they won't wear and tear as fast as other garments that you may have. So. In the long haul of things, you'll be saving because you won't be constantly spending and shopping for pieces, you know, that, and trying to replace pieces that now have maybe holes or you know, have a wear and tear on them. Alright, so now let's talk about style and how to get chic fast. So one tip is to just roll up your sleeves. This is a very small detail, but it can really make all the difference. For example if you are wearing a long sleeve button-down shirt and you have the sleeves all the way down then that communicates as we mentioned earlier that communicates that you're formal that you are um, you know professional may mean you are a career woman but if you were to roll your sleeves a little bit on that long a long sleeve button down. Maybe if you were to unbutton a couple buttons from the top and uh, kind of relax your collar a bit then that will communicate that you're a little bit more laid back kind of just flowing with life at the same time. So rolling your sleeves can really make all the difference. Another rolling thing we have is to roll the jeans. So at the cuffs as you can see here you can just roll your the the hem of your jeans or maybe some of your pants twice maybe they're about two inches one to two inches rolled and that also will communicate a more styled look rather than just having them unrolled another way to get chic fast is to tuck in your shirt and I know that also sounds very basic but we've seen this a lot um, throughout the years where it doesn't even matter the top anymore it can be a light a lightweight, breathable fabric that you're tucking in or now we're seeing knits and sweaters being tucked into jeans too. So what you call the French tuck is when you just tuck in the front part of your blouse or your shirt and then leave the back hanging. And if you add a belt to it as well, then it will add even another touch of, you know, having a fashionable taste. Speaking of belts, belting is another way to look chic fast and we've seen throughout the years, especially in the 80s, where you would get a uh, a, a band, a, a belt that looked like a stretchy band and it was almost maybe four to five inches and they would tuck it or not tuck it but they would um, wear it right under their bust. They would have it sit right at their, at their waist and that is coming back but even if you're just wearing jeans and you French tuck in your plain t-shirt, people are also starting to just show off their belt in that sense. You know, we see a lot of belts that have a, um, a, maybe a designer, sim, a designer logo at the front or maybe it doesn't have to be designer but it has a nice buckle to it at the front and center. And people are also showing that as part of their accessory. Speaking of accessories, that's another way, of course, where you can look a bit more fashionable. And I myself, if I leave the house without any kind of accessory on, I feel naked. I feel like empty, like I'm not complete. And so I always accessorize, even if it's just a simple pair of gold hoops like this. I have almost a collection of hoops and that's my go-to. I don't need everything, you know, I don't need a lot on, I don't need necklaces or or bracelets or rings, but if I have a pair of earrings on, then I already feel and feel my best when I'm wearing um, something as simple as earrings. But of course, if you are more of a necklace type, you like stacking on rings or you like bracelets, you even like a watch, then that's fine too. But um, I always say that accessorizing is like the cherry on top to a dessert or to your Sunday, where it is the, the perfect touch, the last little bit that you need until you can head out the door and be on your way. Now let's get into some non-fashion things, non-clothing items. I know some of these are pretty basic, they might seem like common sense, but for some it may not. And when you really apply all of these including the wardrobe and the outfits that we just discussed it can really make a difference to your appearance so the first one is makeup or i like to say beckle. b e c l brows eyes cheeks, and lips, which I believe if you just have these four, then you're ready to go. So you don't need a lot of it either. Just put on some brow pencil and shape your natural eye, your eyebrow arch for eyes. Just a few coats of mascara can really make all the difference. Cheeks, you can just uh, flush on, is that a term? You can just uh, brush on a flush of of. of blush, I should say. So you can also do that um, in a nice pretty pink tone that always makes you look really refreshing. And then lips, having some kind of, you know, lip gloss like this, or since we're still wearing masks, you can go for a matte lipstick and it can be nude so it doesn't look too much of a statement. Or if you do like a pink or a red lip, you can do that as well. And just those four things can really make you look brighter and radiate. For your day. Number two is to take care of your nails, and it doesn't have to be like mine where you have your nails done and you're wearing extensions. That's, I know that might be a little extra for some, but just having clean nails trimmed, you know, cuticles are gone, will also make such a difference. And you'll be surprised how many people are also looking and paying attention to your nails and your fingers. The next is take care of your teeth. Number three, I always say that if your eyes are the windows to your soul, then your teeth and your smile is the window to your personality. And so you want to take care of your teeth. Of course, brush them, floss them, take care of them. Try not to eat things or drink things that will deteriorate them over time. I know that's harder said than done, but we also want to take care of our pearly whites. And of course, if you have the means and provision to, you can also go to your dentist, have a cleaning, who can also look at your teeth um, and suggest things, you know, for a brighter smile. And perhaps they can also point out things that you don't even realize that's going on in there that you also need to take care of. Number four is to invest in skincare. This is something that I've been doing since I was in high school, just because of my skin conditions and how sensitive my skin is. So invest in your skincare. You only get one skin, so we should take care of it, right? I would recommend going to a dermatologist that can really examine your skin, examine the type of skin that you have, whether it's oily, sensitive, dry, combination um, and so they can really help you decipher what kind of skincare products to use. Even brands that say that they've been dermatologist tested and um, appear healthy may not necessarily be the right product for you. So you do want to make sure you're applying these products to your skin that are safe and won't give you any reaction in kind of way. So see your dermatologist um, to further help you with that. Number five is hair. Like we talked about in the beginning, at least make sure it's brushed, it's combed, it's, you know, strayaways are at least not all over the place. You don't have such scraggly hair going on. But if you do, like me, when it naturally dries, then I would just comb it through. You can also put it in a low ponytail or put it in a low bun, add some earrings and you're ready to Get out the door. That's a big thing that I do. Or I use a clip, I don't have one right now, but I also use a claw um, and just take my hair back and I twist it and then I put a claw and that's also trending as of the moment right now too. Number six is exercise. Of course, we want to steward and take care of the bodies that God has given us. We only get one of it, so let's take care of it. I must say that in 2018, I was really getting into the habit of working out almost every single day. But last year was a bit of a different story. I started to lose that habit. I didn't feel motivated. So I'd say for half of 2021, I did not work out consistently. And it showed in my appearance. I went to work with just um, my jeans and my, my uniform just tucked out and just putting on some flats or um, my sneakers, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but to me, I didn't feel quite prepared and ready for my workday ahead. I felt sluggish. Then 2022, this January, uh, I started to pick up the habit of exercising again in the morning before work, and I kid you not, this year, I've been having my, uh, my nicer work pants on, not just jeans, but nicer work pants, my trousers, I'm tucking in my shirts, and even going back to wearing my heels to do a whole nine-hour day. And so exercise not only will take care of your health and will help you um, become healthier, of course, but it will also translate into how you feel and what you want to wear. Number seven is posture. This kind of relates to number six and exercise. But as you exercise, it will also help you with your posture because you'll just want to kind of sit up straight more. If you're losing weight and you're feeling good about yourself, you're going to sit up straight, not in a narcissistic way, but just because you feel better about yourself. And that's what naturally would happen. So posture will also communicate um, something also to others that you are confident that you are ready for whatever may come your way no matter what tasks responsibilities or duties that your boss or your business is requiring from you and it can make all the difference now i'm going to share with you a video that i actually made in 2020 when the pandemic hit and it's called 15 ways to get camera ready. Now I know two years after the pandemic we've pretty much got this down. We're used to sitting in front of a camera, in front of our phones, in front of our laptops to look well presentable. But I uh, recently just came across a woman who didn't even know how to share her screen on Zoom yet. So We are still learning and that's okay. So these might be redundant for you, but others might also um, take a lot of value from it. So here are 15 ways to get camera ready. Tip number one, wear your hair down. If you put it back in a ponytail or a bun, you'll tend to look bald. So opt for putting it down and frame your face. Tip number two, add a touch of makeup. So just like Cherry was talking about, Add a flush of color since your face is what will be shown on camera. Focus on your brows, eyes, cheeks, and lips, and of course, make sure you don't have lipstick on your teeth. All right, ladies, so let's get into the wardrobe. So what should we be considering? What should we be wearing on these video conferences? Number three, wear appropriate clothing. What kind of crowd are we talking to? What relationship do we have with this crowd? What type of meeting are you attending? Number four is nothing too tight, oversized, or revealing. If you're wearing something really tight, chances are when you sit down, things will be accentuated that you didn't intend on emphasizing. So that could definitely lead to some lumpiness, some grumpiness, and we want to avoid that. If you wear something too flowy, too oversized, it might emphasize you even more. So it'll make you look wider than you really are. And of course, nothing too revealing. You don't want to put a show on for your audience members. Number five is to wear colors that flatter your skin tone. So you're either a warm skin tone, a cool skin tone, or a neutral skin tone. And you can look online to see which colors, what kind of color palettes work best with that skin tone. And number six, speaking of color of clothing, Avoid wearing something that's very similar to your own skin tone. So nudes are okay, wearing neutral colors are okay, but if it's something very close to your skin tone, then chances are you'll just look like you're wearing your birthday suit. Number seven, avoid large prints and small prints. When it comes to the small prints, it translates kind of funny on camera. It tends to look fuzzy, dizzy, and blurry. Large prints can be okay, yet they tend to be a little distracting. Tip number eight, tops with fun details. Since your upper half is the only portion that your viewers will be seeing, this is a time to play around and have some fun with fun detailed tops, such as ruffles, as this white blouse, and poofy sleeves like this short sleeve shirt. Tip number nine, accessorize. So of course you can wear your studs and other dangly earrings. However, stay away from any jewelry that might make too much noise like these chandelier earrings. So those are the tips so far on beauty and fashion. Now let's get into setting your stage because not only do you want to look good, but of course your surroundings should complement and look good as well. Tip number 10, a solid background or wall. Sometimes even a study or a library can be quite distracting. So the safest is for a solid color wall. Lighting is extremely important. Here I have a ring light and natural lighting. So window number one, two, and three. Tip number 12, avoid the unflattery low angles. So I usually stack up all of these books so that the camera is almost eye level to me. Don't just look good, but sound clear and sound good as well. You can achieve high sound quality with an external mic or your headphones microphone. Tip number 14, clean your camera's lens with a microfiber cleaning cloth. Add an extra glow by adding white paper or cardboard on your desk or your table, and the light from your natural window lighting or your ring light will reflect off and bounce to your face. Bonus tip, just for you guys, tip number 16, remember body language can make a huge difference. So lean in when you're listening, use your hands, use your facials, but of course, don't overdo it. Now here are some frequently asked questions that I usually get. The first one is, how do you style petites? If you have a petite body shape, a petite figure, you're just short and small, then what you want to go for are necklines. Yes, necklines can big can play a big part in your wardrobe. You can go for necklines that are off the shoulder. It can still stay modest, but you can do it right here or you can do a sweetheart neckline Am I drawing this right? A sweetheart neckline as well. Next is high-waisted everything. Whether it's a high-waisted skirt, a high-waisted, high-waisted pants, high-waisted jeans, that will definitely elongate your entire body. Dresses will also be your best friend, um, especially if they fall right above your knees. So again, we can still keep this modest or if they were full length maxi dresses then that will of course lengthen your figure as well and dresses or tops that also have a wrap to it at the waist will also help um, you as you style your petite frame the other question i get is how to style plus sizes so if you're more on the curvy side then you want to go for skirts or dresses that are Uh, Midi, midi skirts, which means they fall right at your ankles or right above your ankles You also want to go for flares or a-line silhouettes So this could be a dress that has a bit of a flare to it at the end at the hem or even Pants that can have a flare to them at the bottom. This doesn't necessarily mean bell bottoms unless you like that thing like me but flares and silhouettes like that can are are items that you can also gravitate towards. And then same as petite, you also want to go for tops or blouses or dresses that also have a wrap to it at the waist as well. The third question is best advice for summer season. So we are entering our summer season or dry season here in the Philippines, and we can definitely feel it. I can at least. So what you want to go for are lightweight, breathable fabrics that aren't too form-fitting to your body. We can now go for more flowy, breezy tops that uh, will help us in this heat. Light colored clothing will help as well, and jewelry that's not so fussy. Natural makeup is also a great thing, especially since we are spending more time outside, possibly, or if you're going to hit the beach for your family vacation, and you're getting a nice glow to yourself, then you won't need that much makeup. Another style tip is to incorporate hats. So we've seen this a lot throughout the years with fedoras or straw hats um, or the big floppy hats with the wide brim. And that's, I don't believe is going anywhere anytime soon. And the last question is, I'm traveling soon. Do you have any tips? I'd say bring wash and wear clothing, something that's comfortable. Also with shoes, uh, choose maybe a couple pair of shoes that you can wear with multiple different outfits. And again, going back to it yet another time, accessorizing. So even if you're hitting the airport in all your comfy clothes, you know, with with the laid back look, but yet you still accessorize with some gold or silver jewelry, then that will elevate your look and won't make you look as comfy, even if you feel comfy. The last thing I want to leave you and the best style tip I think we could all have is godfidence, not confidence, but godfidence. And this is a confidence that is rooted in Christ and knowing our identity and who we are in him. I love this quote that Diana Tanchi gave and she said, "We should look our best whatever age we are. What is our motive ultimately? We represent Christ." We need to look the best we can because we are His representatives. When people see us looking haggard, stressed out, it doesn't glorify Him. But when we're vibrant and healthy, it does bring Him glory. The Bible says whatever you do in word or deed, do all to the glory of God. So ladies, I want to leave you just saying thank you and that you're beautiful no matter what your style is, no matter what you may think you look like or how you think you may appear, God sees you as valuable, he sees you as precious, he loves you, he created you, and he wouldn't redesign or recreate you in any kind of way, but he made you just exactly and uniquely as you are for a reason and a purpose. So before we close and before I let you go, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you Lord for this time with my sisters. I thank you Lord that you've allowed us the opportunity to talk about such things Lord like fashion and style and how we can use these things to still glorify you. That it doesn't have to be about just our outward appearance and how we look like but Lord we know and believe that it's our inner appearance that you see first and foremost and that our outer appearance should reflect that. Father, I just pray that for every lady here that's listening right now that may feel unattractive or may not like their outer appearance, that you reveal to them and that you remind them, Lord, that you created them just as you wanted them to create them, Lord, that you didn't make them by accident, that you didn't make any mistake as you were designing them in their mother's womb, but you made them just as beautiful and lovely as they are. So, Father, may that always be a reminder to all of us as your daughters and help us to also encourage others of that same message, Lord, that everyone is created by you on purpose for a purpose. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you ladies for this time with you. God bless and hopefully we'll see you soon in person. Bye guys.